Care for Changing Lives. Learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Paul from Hospice Quinty. Today I want to talk to you about something that we don't talk about enough in society. It's a difficult subject, something most of us are extremely uncomfortable discussing. And yet, it's one of the most significant things that can happen in someone's life, impacting not only them, but everyone else they love. It's something that happens to everyone. It's death. Starting a conversation about death and dying is not easy to do, especially with or about the ones you love. Let's face it, most of us don't even want to contemplate our own death. Thinking about the possible death of a loved one, even a pet, can stir up very deep emotions. It's also completely understandable as there are deep psychological reasons for living our lives and ignoring the fact that death eventually comes for each of us. Many people believe the work we do at Hospice Quinty focuses on death and dying, but on the contrary, hospice care is about living. It's about easing the pain of those suffering from life-limiting illnesses, attending to the emotional needs of the patient and their families, and providing support to caregivers along that journey. Unfortunately, most people don't learn about the programs and support that Hospice Quinty can provide until after a loved one needs them. Yet study after study shows that those who take advantage of the palliative care, caregiver, and family support services offered by hospices have more choice and also cope better with death or the death of a loved one than those who do not. If you want a plan so that if you or your loved one are ever faced with a life-limiting illness, you need to start a conversation about dying today so you can focus on living and celebrating life now. Having that conversation with your loved ones today ahead of time can save everyone added stress and worry tomorrow. Starting a conversation about death can be as simple as talking about what you would like to happen after your own death. It's easier to talk about your own funeral or celebration of life or memorial than to talk about how your life might end. And it's a good starting point that will allow you to gently ease into a deeper conversation about end-of-life care. Focusing on the logistics of death, such as who will notify your family and friends, will take over your digital legacy, what kind of service or memorial you would prefer, who to invite, how you would like your remains treated, and how it's all going to be paid for are important things to discuss and have planned, so that your loved ones don't have to deal with those details at a time when they are grieving your loss. Wills, estates, and your personal legacy are also very important things to consider now, today, and formalize as soon as possible if you haven't already. Choosing an executor, informing your family of your wishes regarding the division of your estate, and having it all in a legal document will not only make life easier for your loved ones and help reduce stress, but also minimize government involvement in your affairs and also increase the likelihood your estate is concluded in a timely manner. The longer your business affairs remain open after your death, the harder it can be for your family and loved ones to move on with their own lives. Talking about your personal legacy is also important, even if it's as simple as what you want everyone to know or remember about you after you're gone. These conversations should be viewed in a positive light as you contemplate and discuss who you are now, where you hope to be in the future, and the changes you might want to make today in order to make that future reality. Finally, it's important to have the hard conversations about the end of your life with those you love. What happens if you fall ill and become unresponsive to treatment? What happens if you can't speak for yourself when that time comes? What action or inaction do you want taken? Who would make those decisions? Sharing and documenting your wishes will ultimately reduce stress on the friends and family you leave behind. If faced with a life-limiting illness, who would be your primary caregiver? What if you needed round-the-clock care and monitoring? What support would your caregiver then need? Where would you want all this to happen? At your home, in the hospital, or at a residential hospice facility? What if your illness gradually removes your faculties? Where would you live in that case? And what long-term facilities are available? 
As you can see, they're all extremely important topics that are best discussed now and not left until later. And they all start with having an open conversation about death. Think about how you'd approach these conversations. They certainly won't happen all at once, and you definitely won't get everyone comfortable with these discussions overnight. Start slowly, break the ice a bit, and be sure to tell your loved ones why you want to have these conversations, because you care about them and you want to reduce their stress when the inevitable end of life approaches. Thanks for listening to this week's Hospice Quinny podcast. For more information about volunteers, our bereavement and grief support services, you can visit our website, hospicequinty.ca. Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.